Fort Wayne, aka Boy Boy, this is another edition of the Benova Fox. So it's Monday, January the 24th. Um, already February's almost done. I mean, uh, January, excuse me, just like that. Um, I kind of want to reflect on a couple of things that uh, that I that I I saw that kind of really uh, it still resonates in my brain like it was yesterday. Um, one of my uh, friends that's in my that's in my uh, PTSD support group. Um, he actually shared a video of during his time when he was over at Desert Storm, just like I was. And uh, the video is rather gripping. Uh, it definitely brought back some memories of stuff that, you know, obviously he will want to, you know, if you can't, if you can't forget it, you just try to di- just digest it and quite frankly, just be thankful that, um, that I'm still here. So, um, from January 21st to the 24th, we pretty much unloaded uh, Saddam Hussein and his imperial force of Iraq and Kuwait. Uh, between, uh, between not just us, but also um, the United Nations, since being that uh, Saddam Hussein was trying to basically do a Hitler move and epically fail. Uh, needless to say, uh, the casualties may not have been as catastrophic as uh, you know what was in, in Vietnam, uh, Iraq, or Afghanistan, but the amount of mental damage that's been done uh, can definitely uh, make up for some of that. I mean, there's Desert Storm veterans uh, that I know of now. At the moment that someone says mop gear, they're not talking about the mop that you're going to go ahead and take a mop, mop the floor with. No, they'll tell you exactly what mop level one, two, three, and four is. Because we're dealing with chemical warfare. And needless to say, uh, shout out to uh, my fallen brothers at arms during that time over in, uh, in the Middle East. Uh, but let's get let let's uh, kind of change change the subject on what's really going on in 2K22 right now, and that I mean it's only 24 days into the new new year, and already I mean people clapping at each other with guns. I mean it's it's ridiculous. I mean, what is the point? What is the point? I mean you're trying to be you know, this gangster and, 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 and people killing each other for what? Over a girl, over trying to have street cred. I mean, just a variety of dumbass reasons. Dumbass reasons. And I know that the moment that, that you'll have people, you know, if, if, if we try to, per se, uh, curtail the, sell, the selling of weapons and guns, Cause down here in Florida, oh, you can buy a gun as easy as you can buy a pair of sneakers. They, they, they had an Orlando gun show just this past weekend. So just as easy as you can buy a pack of gum, 
a cup of coffee over at Wawa, you can buy yourself a gun. Just that easy. Because, you know, the gun manufacturers, you know, obviously have their working relationship with Congress, you know, and, you know, you want, and, and I mean, I do I have written cards in stone fact? No, but you know that they have their hand in, in, in the cookie jar. Let's keep it real, folks. So, as much as we can say, ban the seller guns, do this, that, and the other, it's not going to happen. Because between that, and of course, you'll have a whole bunch of people screaming bloody murder about, oh, they take away my Second Amendment right, blah, 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 right to bear arms, blah, blah, blah. You know, the people that say about the Second Amendment, first of all, probably can't spell amendment. Second, they probably couldn't even recite the Second Amendment. They probably couldn't even recite the other amendments that's in the Bill of Rights. They only know the first two, right to free speech and the right to bear arms. So, the ones that say all that, you know, I don't know. I mean, it it just frustrates me. It really does. It really frustrates me because we hear about a police officer and the one that just died is on the news. I mean, the, the, he's a baby, 22 years old, still a pup. Another one, 20, uh, I think 27, shot in the back of the head by the same idiot. And a guy that Glock with a multi-bullet magazine. A magazine you, you would, that no you would see on, on, on a machine gun. I mean, come on, people. In Philadelphia, a 17-year-old boy got shot seven times. And he's in the hospital clinging on to bare light, bare, barely clinging on to his dear life. Die here in Florida, a star high school star athlete in Seminole High School gets shot. Over allegedly over a girl. How the hell does this gun get on the campus? We have to be accountable, folks. The gun laws have to be tougher, okay? If you commit a crime with a gun, this should not even be a long-winded, long-drawn-out court procedure. It should be as simple as that if the facts are there, you lock their ass up and throw away the key. You hear that? Or you start really pushing the death penalty. I mean, in other parts of the world, when a murder happens, they're not waiting for some long-winded out trial. No. They put your ass right in front of the air and either they put you in lethal injection or they put you by firing squad and game, set, match. I mean, as much as I like to poke fun in the Middle East, the one thing that they do do that they don't play around when it comes to stealing and when it comes to rape, because one of those things, two things happen, guess what? Somebody's hand's getting chopped off or someone's private part is getting lopped off. If you commit one of the two, you don't see that type of shit happen all the damn time. I mean, a former Major League Baseball player who played for the Yankees and the Dodgers, Sergio Mitre, was sentenced to 40 to 60 years in prison. Okay, great. 
Honestly, he should have got the death penalty. How are you going to have sex with a two-year-old baby, two-year-old toddler? I have granddaughters around that age. What type of sexual gratification do you have? I mean, seriously. Our laws need to be tougher. If we don't want to stop the sale of guns, then we need to make the, the penalties stiff. We need to make these criminals accountable. If you're going to commit the crime, you are going to do the time, and you're going to do the time with the fullest extent of the law. Period. No questions asked. No cause for discussion. And that's all I got to say about that. Anyhow, this is your boy Wade. I'm just going to sign it off for now because, you know, I'm getting a little angry and I don't really want to be yelling and screaming like some crazy idiot. And not to mention, I have to get myself ready for work. But I just want to tell everyone real quick before I wrap this up, everyone out there, please take the time to love your loved ones. Tell them that you love them. Tell them you care about them. And just stay safe, y'all. Because there's too much shit going on right now. We don't need to have everyone getting hurt over for some dumb shit. All right? Take care, y'all. One love. Peace. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Wayne, aka the Pinoy Boy. This is another edition of the Pinoy Boy Files. Well, um, it's uh, the first of February, and it's actually um, my wife, my wife and I's anniversary, uh, second year anniversary. I know for some people it's like, ah, that's it, second anniversary. But you know something, you know. Uh, my wife Lucy and I is not like we're spring chickens. You know, we've been we've been around the block. We've been through a lot of things, and um, by the grace of God, we found each other, and that's all what's important. So, uh, baby girl, if you're listening, happy anniversary! I love you to the moon and back. Now, let's go ahead and get it in on today's topics and my hot takes on them. Topic number one. What is the most dangerous job in America right now? Some might say fireman. Some might say uh, a, uh, a high performance uh, high wire act. Stump person. Maybe even a fireman. Now, the latter, the fireman, I would definitely agree. But right now, I think the most dangerous job in America has to be a police officer. And the reason being I say that is that this is only February of 2022. And we already had multiple, over multiple reported shootings at cops and untimely demises of police officers. I mean, I'm sure everyone's familiar about the two young, and I do mean young police officers who were killed up in New York 
One was only the one that died pretty much during the gunfire was only 22 years old. While the other one just died recently, he was 27. And you read about it more, police officers getting shot at, some getting shot and being injured. I mean, I mean, I get it. You have a lot of cops out when we we have this um, perception of police officers all being, you know, crooked, uh, being judge, jury, and executioner. I get it. I mean, the latest incident that happened with George Floyd definitely doesn't help. Okay? Let's keep it real. Those police officers definitely took the law in their own hands. However, it's not like all police officers are bad. So, we still need police officers Um, I definitely appreciate police officers. I mean, because quite frankly, you know, they do a job that most people could not do. It's a very tough and demanding job, which you can, which the family members are always going to worry if their husband or wife is coming home after their shift. So to the police officers out there that are holding it down, I definitely uh, give you my uh, my undying support because I know that that your job is not easy. I know that your job is not easy. So by all means, just keep doing what you're doing. Hold the fort down get home safe now second topic as we start the beginning of Black History Month I would have thought that once um, Joe Biden became president that maybe xenophobic behavior would subside a little bit and apparently it has not now to my listeners who don't know what xenophobic means that means being racial racial or racist acts okay um it's very disheartening that we see this type of behavior in this modern era I mean of course you know if you if you follow your history books you see these blatant acts of of racism happen damn near all the time back in the 1960s and even further back than that and to see it happen to see it happen now with the anti-Semitic displays, um, synagogues being attacked 
and most recently, multiple, and particularly Bethune-Cookman University, which out of Daytona Beach, Florida, was under attack by neo-Nazis threatening that they're going to blow up the college. Now, for whatever such reason, for that to happen, besides the fact that they're still, they're still projecting this hate, it's disheartening. There was another display. Another example was these demonstrators who were fussing and complaining, saying about all these illegals are taking our jobs. Now, make no mistake about it there, folks. A lot of these um, companies hire, whether they hire illegals or whether they hire immigrants, to do the tough jobs, the picking up the, of the fruits, the picking of the cotton, the, uh, the, the landscaping, you know, a lot of physically demanding jobs, our construction, okay? I don't know in other parts of the world, but down here in, in the Orlando, Florida area, this city is always building. And the thing about it is, you look over to the left, you look over to the right, you see constructions going on, and guess who's doing all the heavy lifting? Immigrants. Okay? No different than what it was back in the early 1800s when they were building the, the, the and even the uh, late 1800s and the early 1900s when they were building their railroads. Okay? Who was doing that? Immigrants. Irish immigrants and Chinese immigrants. Now, by all means, I am not condoning illegal immigrants being in this country. Okay? Because, yes, have they done some, have some of them done some illicit, despicable things? Absolutely. But, are all of them guilty of that? No. I beg to differ not. No. So when these people were saying, about, oh, send these immigrants back to, back over the border and, you know, it was all Joe Biden's fault, blah, blah, blah. Um, I really wish whenever people go ahead and um, pop off with, with these claims that they really get their facts straight. It's not like Joe Biden just, uh, just pretty much open up the gates and say, come on in. No. Border Patrol is still doing their job. Okay? The ones who recently, which they tried to put a, uh, a, a social media post claiming that this one company was using the illegal immigrants. When they were checked, these were all legal immigrants working under a work visa so and a lot and again a lot of companies does that a lot of companies do that so so whenever so whenever uh, com- so whenever people say something of that magnitude 
they really need to get their facts straight. Point blank. Um, it's rather, again, it's rather disheartening that we're seeing all these, these displays of, of hate and discontent. I mean, it's, it's, it's really sickening, I might add. Um, the, 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 the black colleges were under lockdown for a good portion of the day um, until the police cleared any potential uh, violence. Now, whether it was a hoax or not, it was still a rather despicable display of hate that needs to be addressed. FYI, folks, I'm trying to get... I am trying to get myself to my doctor's appointment. (laughs) I'm going to be late because this traffic is ridiculous. Anyway, um... The, um... The one thing that I also want to talk about was, um... Recently, Donald Trump held a rally of which, of course... Still claiming about him, you know, losing the presidency and that it was was fixed and it was this and that, blah, blah, blah. You know, still crying sour grapes, you know, which I wish he would just shut the hell up over that. Um, But he made a rather despicable, and I mean despicable, comment of which he stated that if he gets reelected, that he will pardon all those rioters. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, for him to make that type of asinine, outrageous claim is ill-advised and stupid do you realize how many people and and how many more people are being pursued right now by the FBI because of these heinous acts that these criminals yes criminals did do you realize how many capital police officers were injured because of these heinous acts, these idiots, these absolute jackasses. Those same individuals that paraded on our uh, on our um, our White House, okay? And basically just gave a middle finger to what our country stands for. I mean, seriously. That's an embarrassment, people. We can't have shit like this. We can't.
I'm sorry. I, I just had to take a pause for a minute because it, I had to sit, sit there and think about that. Um, I just hope that he doesn't get elected. Real talk. Because if he does, two years from now, he's going to fan the flames of hate. No question. I don't know what this guy has over a lot of Americans, but, you know, people just gravitate toward him like flies to honey. And don't you think that he doesn't say the same thing that look how dumb these motherfuckers are. I can say all types of crazy shit and they still love me. That's scary. That's sickening. For sure. And finally, um, there has been an absolute rash. And I know I probably mentioned this in my previous podcast. An absolute rash of gun violence of which innocent lives are being killed blood is being shed and it needs to stop it needs to stop I mean gun manufacturers yes Pawn shops needs to be more stricter, more tougher. A politicians rather needs to be more tougher. Look, I'm just passing by this pawn shop right now. All you see is guns, guns, guns for sale, guns, guns. This is why we have blood on the streets. The recent, that one gun that the guy used, who shot and shot at, killed cops down in Houston, Texas, created that gun through a 3D printer. Now, for those who are not familiar with this, a 3D printer gives you the ability to create and shape items pretty much out of plastic, um, fiberglass rather, and it makes their weapons undetectable. Now that's some scary shit. I mean, it's a classic example would be something uh, straight out of the movie, uh, Clint Eastwood movie, In the Line of Fire, in which um, John Malkovich played the villain and tried to assassinate the president by making a gun out of plastic either plastic or fiberglass I'm not sure but nevertheless he created that gun out of a 3D printer and if he was able to make that type of weapon then I'm sure there's a few others that can mimic that I'm sure a lot of these um 
individuals that created these types of weaponry got them online and was able to um, mimic or recreate the recipe on how to make these these weapons and you know it's just just puts it out there again it's it's disheartening it's discouraging it's disgusting we should not be having these types of weapons out on the streets okay I mean, yeah, we see it through our media and our entertainment. You know, I'm a big action movie buff. So obviously, you know, you know, shoot him up, bang, bang and all that and everything. But um, at the end of the day, especially when you um, once the movie is over and if it's a really good movie, you know, you kind of that movie kind of sets in you. It kind of marinates in your brain a little bit. Like, wow, you know, the scenes in this movie was, you know, fill in the blank. Again, folks, just trying to get, just trying to get to my doctor's appointment. This traffic is crazy. (laughs) Anyway, um, the, um, you know, when you see a good movie, you know, especially if it's if the violent violence content is mind blowing, you're gonna remember that shit. How many good movies? You know, I mean, especially back in the day when I was a kid. You know, you see a good karate flick, or you see like the classic Stallone Rocky movies. Then you go out there with your buddies and you pretending that you're Rocky and the other friend is uh, Apollo Creed or Clubber Lang. You know. Or you see the five deadly, deadly venoms or the five fingers of death or a Bruce Lee movie, you know, Aaron the Dragon. You want to go out there and pretend you're Bruce Lee. You know? So, movie and media definitely plays a factor. So when you see a movie like Taxi Driver, Scarface, um, uh, Goodfellas, um, American Me, these type of gangster type movies that even though they were considered classics, um, they also can affect, you know, our in shape minds to a point that this type of behavior is acceptable. Now, I'm not saying we got to go ahead and and totally cut out action movies and stuff like that and everything. Um, What can we do to kind of eliminate all the gun violence that we see and hear about that's been going on for God knows how long? Um, Honestly, you know, I know that we can go ahead and, and try to make it tougher to get a gun, uh, make it more expensive, where the case may be. But um, I think, I mean, Chris Rock made a joke 
on one of his on one of his monologues uh, a few years ago. And um, I think that if they would do this, you know, it would definitely. I mean, would it stop it totally? No, but it could curtail it a little bit, and that would be charge five thousand dollars per bullet. Five thousand dollars. And you go ahead and do that, and you watch how many people are going to go ahead and and think twice about buying the gun. Because obviously, if you get a six shooter and five thousand dollars, that's thirty k. That's thirty thousand dollars. And even then, you better make those shots count once you pull that damn trigger. So. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. This will make a lot of these young bucks who is out there thinking that they're gangsters and shooting up every damn body. You know, you try if, if you go and try to get a gun and in order for you to get the bullets, it's $5,000 a pop. They may get one bullet out of there if they're lucky. Now, will it happen? Probably not. Because again, the gun, gun manufacturers won't make any money. Because as much as Congress will try to push the laws, the, these gun manufacturers make billions of dollars working with the federal government. Billions. Besides providing the bullets for our military, also providing bullets for um, our, local, our law enforcement. And of course, providing bullets for the gun manufacturers. So, if you go ahead and start charging five thousand dollars a bullet, that ain't gonna happen. So, what can we do about it? It's not simple. There's no quick fix. The only thing you can do about it is just try to, honestly, try to mentor are young and hopefully that type of mentorship teaching them right from wrong giving them the proper guidance love and discipline you know if you give them that hopefully key word hopefully they will come out a decent person that's not going to have the intentions to want to go ahead and start busting a cap at the very first person that they see and don't like So, in closing, because I know that this may sound like a person that's just bitching and complaining and it's all doom and gloom. I did want to give my hot takes on it. You know, I mean, I love talking about stuff like this. I mean, you can also talk about sports too. I mean, I mean, case in point, I, how many, how many of y'all out there honestly believe that Tom Brady's gonna retire? Real talk. I don't think Tom Brady's going to retire. I think he just wanted to string this along. And I'm sure Roger Goodell is going to, yeah, go ahead and string it along because all that's doing is making him money too. But I'm sure he's just stringing this stuff along 
just for the sheer fact that he's Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. Besides maybe Bill Russell and Phil Jackson, there's not a person alive that's made as that's had as many rings, even more rings than Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, than Tom Brady. So he can do what the hell he wants to do. As much as I don't like his ass, because he whines too damn much when he gets hit. You know, the guy, you know, the, the, the proof's in the pudding. And I'm sure he probably does not want to go out like the way that he did. So I think that he's going to come back one more year, run it back one more time, and see whether, you know, if he can get ring number eight. Now, whether he does or not, that's going to be a tough task to do because a lot of, a lot of his team, teammates, might be gone, you know, through the, uh, via free agency. So, um, it's just, I would just think that, you know, if he does, if he does come back, you know, it's just good PR for the NFL. And at the at the end of the day, the NFL wins. So that's pretty much my time because I'm gonna be reaching my doctor's appointment here within the next few minutes. But I want to at least be able to express my thoughts, my views, my concerns because this is my podcast. Oh, you know what? Hold up for a second. Speaking of podcasting, now, don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. I think he's funny as hell. Um, I do like his play-by-play insight that he does do for the for the UFC. Um, but I think some of the stuff that he's saying is pretty wild and pretty off-base. I mean, I don't know. Some of the shit that he's talking about, I'm just like, what the hell is he talking about? Most notably, the thing about um, the topic of race and black people, of which um, he just basically just said that, you know, if you're black, you're black, which I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, I think whether if he was just trying to be funny or if he was trying to be, be um, sent, you know, trying to at least explain some form of race, where the case may be, I think it was an ill-advised attempt, and probably you probably shouldn't even mention anything about it. But I get it, you know. Again, he's trying to be funny. Um, is it going to hurt his podcast listeners? Probably not. You know. Besides the UFC, this is where, and, and doing his comedy tours, this is where he makes his money. But as podcasters, we are have to be responsible for what we say on media. So, um, I think maybe, you know, after all the controversy that Joe Rogan's been um, popping off, he probably will think twice before he starts talking about race again. I mean, I know he's an anti-vaxxer, 
but when you start talking about race, I think that's a subject matter that he probably wanted to think twice. Considering the fact that at the UFC, there's a lot of, of people of color who work in there. And I'm sure his boss, Dana White, is probably saying the same thing. Like, yo, what the hell are you saying, man? So, nevertheless, I uh, just want to wish everyone a, uh, a, a great day. Be safe out there. Whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, wear a mask. Because until we beat this damn vaccine uh, pandemic, we all have to work together as a team. Point blank. This is your boy Wayne, a.k.a. the Panoi Boy, signing off. One love. Peace.